Here we go. <laughs> Welcome back to the award-winning, world-famous podcast that nobody knows about and hasn't won a damn thing. It's a podcast about everything. <laughs> it feels good to be back. Mmm, listen to that vibe. Usually I don't know the vibe. I'm usually around, I'm usually in bed around that time. But today, this is the vibe. What did I tell you, baby? That's right. to the rule of course there's been phenomenal music that's been made after I was born but I am a like the 80s are quintessential for me sorry I'm letting this ride so long but this is our welcome back party right it's been fucking two months guys two fucking months too fucking long they keep talking about it though I think he's talking about reputation. <laughs> Come on. SOS band. Give me another single. Don't go Google. Use your mental Rolodex. Aye. Anyway, man, it's been a fucking um, interesting couple of two months for me. And I'm sure it's been for you guys because, uh, you know, they don't want to say it. Well, they say it every fucking morning, every afternoon, every night when it comes to the news. Hey, man, shout out to the Truman Show. That... We are still in a pandemic, but the way the world is running right now, it doesn't really, doesn't really necessarily feel like it. That's neither here nor there. People are still masked up, at least trying to be. It's the summertime, so, you know, it's hot as hell. People are doing crazy shit, doing wild shit out here, injuring people, harming people, uh, shooting people, all types of crazy shit is going on. It's, it's the summer. That's what usually happens when the heat is going and then you got a lot of people that's out of work right now a lot of people have a lot of idle time on their hands idle time is what they used to say in my time was the devil's playground and man if you just pay attention to shit that's going on it kind of kind of is it's kind of truth to it i want to tell you guys a little bit of why i've been gone 
I am running a second podcast concurrently. Well, now it'll be concurrently because I had to just take some time off to figure that that one out and see what direction I wanted to go. So I'm running that one now concurrently with this one. So this one, as much as I say this was the priority, this is still my baby. This is, you know, still one of the focal points of entertainment and me giving you guys a piece of who I am. But then there's this other side that's way more deeper, way more intellectual, less jokes, uh, topics that people would enjoy if they have a deeper thought process. I got to the point where it felt like people were listening to this podcast to figure out exactly who I was. And that's not what this podcast is. You're only getting a piece, man. You're getting the, the fun-loving side of me, the jokester side, the side where, you know, you get barbershop talk and people get to say things out of turn, not a text. And we just have a good time on the show, um, on this podcast, excuse me. But on this other one, it's a totally different vibe. I've got people who have degrees and shit on there and people who like to talk and actually make sense about themselves and it's, it's less joking of course there is still some joking because that's just a central part of my personality but um yeah that podcast is running now and unfortunately i'm not going to leave it on this podcast because um, you guys this is just a totally different audience i hope to one day turn this and turn both of them into something special and then i'm able to maybe do a couple podcast tours where It'll be a mixed venture of the two type of people that will reflect the two types of, or two different types of my personality traits. And it will be interesting to see you guys all in one room and get you guys' opinion on certain matters because you guys don't know about this other podcast, but they're fully aware of the crazy shit that happens on this podcast. So because it's a safer zone for me and a lot of people that I know personally don't know about that podcast, but... Soon enough, I guess. Soon enough. But anyway, another reason why I've taken so much time off is because I'm running a new program. I was once using Audacity, and now I'm using Logic. And Logic is a whole other beast. Audacity was broken down to its simplest, purest form in recording and editing. It was easy for any beginner to pick up. So this Logic one, though, it's a beautiful program. I can understand why many engineers are in love with it. I can understand why many musicians are recording on it. But the um, the simplicity of it all has been taken away. I'm out here with a fucking life preserver vest on in the middle of the deep ocean trying not to drown when it comes to this fucker. So I, I kind of got the gist of the recording settings, but I'm still getting my handle on the actual editing parts of it. But so far, so good. I, I really, really love the program. I can vouch for this for anybody who's out there trying to get into um, recording or editing or, you know, they just want their quality of whatever they're using on the, their project to sound better, I can very, very much vouch for this. I know there's a couple out there. Uh, GarageBand is a free service as well as Audacity. Um, and, of course, once you get behind this thing, of course, if you're a legitimate editor, you already know, or engineer, you already know that um, as soon as you load up anything that has to deal with this type of these type of tools you already just fall and it's like fucking second nature you just fall right in so but for me for the people who don't know and you've been using one of the free programs man i'm telling you you get what you pay for and if you don't pay for anything and it's free they're, they're really going to give you just the most simplistic versions and they're going to it's not going to sound the best but this one is pretty damn good right now i've got a fan going i'm curious to see what it's going to sound like because it's been hot in los angeles man but um I'm really curious to see what it's going to sound like after I do some editing. But that's another reason why I've been going as well. Any Anything else is left up to the other podcasts. It's not for people who know about this podcast now. So any other reasons, you know, me personally, and I haven't really been around too many people at this point that, I, you know, I just, all that's left for that other podcast. And we've been having some great discussions on it. So there that is. But anyway, let's roll into some other shit. I've recently stumbled my ass right back on into the social media world, and that's been a fun fucking thing to do. And I'm trying to not only just stay on Instagram, because I did take a, a brief moment away from Instagram, and it's addictive for sure, and those breaks are needed, but I want to try to bring some of those followers over 
to some of the ventures that I have going. Like I said, the other podcasts I would love to put out there to those people. Well, some of them, not all of them. <laughs> and so I have to send personal DMs. The YouTube accounts, I definitely want people to start coming over to those to those sides of the business ventures that I have going when it comes to fitness and when it comes to Twitch and it comes to gaming and things of that nature. I'm just trying to get it all wrapped up into one. And in order to do that, it just had to take some time as well as just still pursuing this psychology degree. So it's a lot that's been going on. I'm actually inside a final week right now. So I just really wanted to get this knocked out of the way because I was tired of putting it to the back burner. I told you guys that I wouldn't do that, but I gave you guys like 20 fucking some episodes of pure fucking joy and great things to laugh at and, you know, conversations to have with your friends and take other places. For the idiots who just think that this is just um, straight serious shit and this is just how it is, then that's a whole other fucking topic. It's almost like the Dave Chappelle on a minute scale. Do not think that anyway. I'm not a comedian and in no way, shape, or form am I even close to the grounds that Dave Chappelle walks on. But I'm just saying when you get to a mental space where you feel like, yeah, I think people are laughing for the wrong reasons. I don't think they get it. I'm going to have to step away, even if it feels like a great thing, just to reshape who I am and what I'm doing this for. And I'm going to take it to an audience that I think deserves it. And that's what the fuck I did. But other than that, yeah, man, it's fucking around with this damn schooling. I'm been enjoying my film class, dude. This film course is pretty fucking awesome. I've learned how to look at film from a whole different standpoint. I did a couple different papers on different films we had to pick from a list and exorcist was on there so i did one and i have totally totally seen the exorcist in a new light like i wrote in the class we had a discussion and i told some of my classmates like i have the exorcist has been in my life forever since i could remember it was made in what 73 or somewhere around there 75 I think, I think The Exorcist was 73, and I'm not going to fact check because I don't want to pick up the the typing on this mic. It's very close, but soon enough, because I have somebody working on that. I'm working with an assistant right now. We're going to try to get this other podcast um, to flow like that. Like You won't really hear her, but she, she'll be back there just making sure shit is right and fact checking and shit like that. But that's for the other podcast, not this one. This isn't supposed to be fact checked or anything like that. We just gun it here, don't we, folks? So, yeah, man, I I think it was in 73 or something like that, because I believe Jaws was 75 or 78, and then Halloween was right after that. So one of the reasons is because it frightened the fuck out of people. It definitely scared the daylights out of my mother. So when I was coming up as a child, I wanted to know what the fuss was about. I wanted to be able to make it through The Exorcist, and I did, and I felt fucking great about it because, for one, if scared the shit out of my mom when she was a, a young kid. For two, I wanted to prove that it wasn't as scary as everybody said it was. Now, when you go into a film that way, you're already taking a lot out of it. You want to make it as fake as possible. You want to be able to get through and survive this whole fucking fiasco. It's almost like going to Halloween Horror Nights or something like that. You want to keep that in your mind that this isn't real. They can't touch me. This is like, that, that blood is fake. Like, you're going to keep putting that shit in your mind so you can get past all the shit that would really scare you. So, that's what you do while watching a very, very fucking fantastic horror film. But, but now that I'm watching it from a standpoint where I know what I'm looking for in this film which is, what was the purpose of it? What was the message? What was the story versus what was the plot? Why was the lighting used? And genre theory and fucking tour theory and shit like that. So you're putting all this shit into one, and then I'm, I'm starting to break this film the fuck down, and I'm like, whoa, this is... Now it's terrifying. Now this movie is terrifying because everything has a meaning. From the beginning of the film, the music that was played in the introduction to introduction to the priest, the the actual first priest that found the statue, the broken off statue from the, uh, I think it was Pazuzu. And then, you know, we go over to where the mainland is, where the movie's going to take majority of its place. And then we're introduced to... I guess you would call him the lead priest. There was kind of two, but there was one that was the majority of the film, which was Damon. And then we're introduced to the young girl. We're introduced to her mother, who was an actress. 
and it's starting to figure out the character definition and this dude you know losing his mother in the conversation I had and I broke this shit down versus basically saying that in horror there's always a presence of good and evil that's what's going to make a great horror film the essence of good versus evil and that was my my thesis you have to break that shit down and come up with sources and shit to prove that so the whole time I've been watching The Exorcist, I looked at it from the standpoint that the priest was the good and this devil was the bad. That was the good versus evil. Priest versus devil type situation. And no, man, it goes it goes a lot deeper than that because the priest is halfway out the fucking door. He's almost lost his faith. Then his mother dying just adds on to it. You see him in there drinking and shit and asking to be taken off of assignments and shit so it's like yo his his faith is altering so he can't be the good in this and then the mother was never religious to begin with and there are certain scenes in the movie where you pick up on that where she didn't want the the cross under the dollar's pillow or some shit like that like it was it was really deep but what I can tell you is to the, the, what from my standpoint the daughter, the young girl, was the purest part of the movie until she was possessed. And she was the good and versus the evil, which was the demon that was inside of her. This whole fucking film of good and evil was happening inside of one person. I thought it was awesome. Of course, you had help along the way. You, you had the priest who was trying to help. Then in comes the second priest who was connected to this demon because... He has some type of backstory with it and finding that statue and doing the exorcism way out there at one point. So to say there are so many layers in this film that you kind of just breeze over. But the story is very, very fucking interesting. The plot, the things that happen inside of the story are very, very fucking interesting. And I'm going to rewatch it again just because I know I can take something else from it. But yeah, just seeing... That depth of writing for the 70s was pretty fucking awesome. You know, of course, you see the heads turning in a throw up in the priest's mouth and all that other wild shit and crucifixion, masturbation scenes and shit. Yeah, that's pretty fucking gruesome, but the story is where the horror lies. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's something I was just uh, telling you guys about uh, that's been going on with me um, and why I've been away for so long, just trying to uh, stay above water, you know, keeping my head on the swivel. Anyway, let's go back into the social media shit that I was telling you guys about. So I'm back on social media, man, and it is a fucking mysterious fucking place. It is a weird place. It's a place where people take full advantage of being other people and people, invisible people at times and catfishes at times. You get weird fucking private messages and shit like that. It's just a fucking weird place where people just have... It's the Wild Wild West, so... I sit there, man, and I enjoy it because I get to interact with people that I have lost communication with over the years. A lot of women that I no longer have to talk to, I get to talk to now again, just seeing where they are in life and the conversations they've had. and I'm sorry, the conversations we've had and, and the directions that they've gone in life and just connecting back with these people. Sometimes you get into situations where you just totally lose yourself. You know, I was in one of those situations because I was trying to be yeah, great father and you know trying to make things work and shit and and then you just find out why wind up finding yourself in a situation where for both part for all parties involved you wind up losing pieces of yourself if the situation doesn't last you wind up picking those pieces back up along the way so i'm sorry to tell you guys that i'm talking like this but this is how this other podcast goes so i'm going to try but i'm going to try to get back into a podcast about everything mode we're going to joke about some shit for sure but yeah, so I'm, I'm on the social media shit, dude, and it's very interesting because um, I put out a fucking story and it, it gained a little traction, way more traction than I'm fucking used to. And I've got people coming in that, you know, for social media standpoint, it's great. They're, they call they call these people blue check verified 
motherfuckers, right? I don't know the fucking correct terminology for it, but I see it. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing up in this story? Like, what is your algorithm like for you to be in my fucking story right now? Like, and I said, this story isn't appropriate. This is me trying to get OnlyFans popping. This is me trying to get some shit going. Like, all right, I need some subscribers out there because I want to put more money into my businesses and shit like that. So, you know, just to see these people come in and stay and take a peek or whatever, pass the message along. And then as soon as that happens, after the fact, I start getting these weird-ass fucking private messages. And it's like, huh, oh, whatever, dude. It's just a place where a lot of weird shit happens. But I, but I'm going to tell you, I'm a fucking weirdo, so I kind of enjoy it. <laughs> I kind of enjoy it, motherfuckers. Don't judge me, man. For, for a guy who's in his 30s, I don't have much of a life. Like I said... Excuse me, I what's the vibe? I don't know. I don't know it. I don't know it because I'm usually not around to know this type of shit. So anyway, man, IG has been a motherfucker, dude. And it's just a, a very interesting place because people get to keep tabs on you if they want to. Like, they, there are really fucking crazy folks out there who have legitimate stalker accounts where you won't even know it's them the crazy part about it is if you know any part of coding if you if you're interesting in, in coding like i am you can kind of pull up an ip address that's what that whole episode was about the um the one i did for a podcast about everything uh the now that I, the now that you're listening episode or whatever the fuck it was called and i'm trying to explain to people like you can't hide from people like me because I, we know coding. If you know coding, you can kind of figure out where shit is coming from. If I know where shit is coming from, I can get this fucking message along to the right people. And let them know, hey, this is this this is where this fucking shit is coming from. It's coming from this address, this IP here. It's coming from this phone. It's coming from this person. And there's no burner phones out there. It's also interesting to see people doing these fucking blessing boards. I'm like, dude, some of these blessing boards, from what I hear, they have you fucking putting in a certain amount of money. And you have to fucking cash app somebody this fucking money. And cash apps, from what I know, are legitimately linked to people's bank accounts. And you have to put in personal information to have a cash app unless things have changed. So when do you think that they're going to come back? This is untaxable money. This is fraud on, on a real level. So all you guys that's out there doing this shit, I hate to put a fucking... I hate to burst your bubble, man, but... Um, you're leaving a very, very, very easy paper trail. <laughs> you fucking fools. You guys are idiots, bro. You're leaving a clear-cut paper trail. That's just the way the fucking life works now. This isn't the 70s or the 80s, you dummy. This isn't how it works. So, your camera's everywhere. They're fucking in the street lights. They're in the fucking um, traffic lights. They have them everywhere. They're in the skies. If they want you, they'll get you, dude. It's just the way it is. And for people who utilize the cloud... The way they should be utilized, chances are you're going to get caught. So be careful on blessing boards, man. Just be careful out there just trying to be a criminal. I know that I have all types of listeners on this podcast from different, from different walks of life, which is why I don't try to bore you guys so much with all of this fucking serious shit. We talk, like I said, we talk about it on this other podcast. So I'm just kind of bleeding the two in together right now. And I, you got to excuse me. The further we go along, the more I, I am practicing at running these two podcasts concurrently, I'll know how to decipher the two. And it's going to help with guests, too. When I continue to have guests on a podcast about everything, it's definitely going to bring that lightheartedness that you guys love about this fucking podcast back into the light. But... Yeah, I just wanted to say that, man, about you blessing board people. Yeah, it's going to sound good for now. You know, there was something close to that in the early 2000s to where um, people were opening up fucking check accounts. And somehow you put in a certain amount of money and withdraw that money. And then somebody would go and say, hey, somebody used my name to open a fucking bank account. It's like, bro, come on, man. Like, this is a whole fucking paper trail. Somebody watched you walk up in there and open that bank account. It doesn't matter if you had on fucking shades and a baseball cap or the person was looking down as they put the fucking the car into the ATM to withdraw all that fucking cash. Like, no, somebody's going to pay for that, dude. That's going to be on your credit for sure. This is there's a paper trail. That's how it works. Just because it's technology driven now doesn't mean that there is not a paper trail. Paper trail is just meant as a term. Oh, shit, I need a charger this thing. It's not charging. 
Yeah, so um, for any of you people who are out there thinking about doing something like that or just thinking about making a, uh, excuse me, y'all, y'all going to hear that, making a decision that can potentially land you in jail, I suggest you just fall the fuck back and think about it a little bit. I find the NBA bubble interesting as well. Yesterday, because I am just always on the uh, on the web, everything happens either on my phone or on my computer or some shit like that. Most people have fire sticks and all that shit going. I choose to use a PlayStation. All of my fucking media comes from PlayStation. Um, so I'm always on YouTube and fucking HBO Max and shit like that. And that's that's going to segue me into the next fucking topic that I want to talk about. But I don't I don't pay for the subscription for um, for I don't I don't have cable. I don't cable seems senseless to me. It's, it's also seems like a landline, like a telephone. Like those are just the days of the fucking past. You know, like there's no reason to really have a telephone if you always have a cell phone on you that you're paying a hundred or some bucks on each month. Why are you going to add in this little fucking home phone here? You don't you don't actually need it, especially if you have all that unlimited shit that they give you. Just have a home phone. And I think the same thing with fucking cable. It's like, all right, I understand. Like, my mom is like, she doesn't want to give up cable because she likes those crazy shows. Like, the real and <laughs> and all that daytime shit, you know? Um, I'm not like soap or nothing like that, but they come on those channels, and she's just not willing to give it up. So I'm like, all right, well, for you, I guess you're just one of those, those few people who just have to pay this fucking cable bill that you complain about each time you see the bill. But for the rest of us, it's like I can order these services. So YouTube has a YouTube Live or YouTube TV thing that they got going right now. PlayStation used to have it too, but PlayStation got rid of it. Just because gamers are too savvy. They understand that there's other ways to get this fucking shit for free. They were trying to charge people around 107 bucks for that fucking uh, that PlayStation View or PS View. And I tried it. I did the little fucking uh, 14 day or some whatever trial it was. But YouTube has the same thing going as what I'm getting at. And it's only for, I think, five to seven days. And I only did it because I wanted to watch the playoffs, the NBA bubble. Me and my homegirl talk about this the game she's a, a huge sports fan and i'm a huge sports fan i think i talked to talked to you guys about it before but i'm like yo i'm just doing all this you know research and getting ready to gear for both podcasts and everything else i got going fitness and all this shit so i'm like i'm gonna take the edge off i'm gonna enjoy the game i'm gonna talk back and forth to my own girl do text message and i'm gonna watch the game I haven't done it in a while. I, I didn't do it the whole bubble. I, I said I was specifically going to wait until the playoffs started to watch the bubble. So, of course, I catch the highlights and shit and, and things that would come on Instamedia. Instamedia. Uh, Jesus, fuck, I'm old as fucking dirt. Instagram, the shit that comes through the IG. And I, and I would, you know, just respond through that. I know the just. I've been watching basketball my entire life. There's not too much that's going to change except for the style of play and the way that they're playing inside of these or uh, this arena now, which is considered the bubble. So I'm like, yeah, I get the just of it. I'll wait until the playoffs. So the playoffs have begun. And then, of course, my ass, I see the fucking rate that YouTube TV was going for. I think the basic plan is for sixty five ninety nine. And you get a seven-day trial, so I'm like, ooh, okay, I got to plan this right. Seven-day trial, huh? All right, I, well, they're not going to get me for the first game. I seen the Lakers, a little, uh, we lost. And then I said, okay, the second game, I went into my ESPN app, and I seen that we were up by, like, almost close to 20 by the half. And I'm like, oh, fuck this. I, I got to talk shit with her, and I'm going to go ahead. They're going to get me. But if you want to ask me, I wouldn't have probably got involved and watching the bubble and trying to manipulate the system is what we're going to go into here on this next topic and try to plan out the seven days correctly. <laughs> but before we go into the fucking topic, let me just tell you guys that I, I love the way that the NBA bubble has been structured. I'm glad that we have sports back. Um, it'd be interesting to see how football comes along, how... I can't really tell you too much how baseball is going right now or if they decided to cancel the cancel the season. Jesus, what the fuck is going on, brother? If they wanted to, if they went ahead and canceled the season, but I know the NFL is a money-hungry organization. I think they're going to get those players out of there as much as the players are saying that some of the players are saying that they want to, don't want to play. But the NBA found a way to do it the same way as my favorite fucking sport, uh UFC found a way to do it. 
So kudos to them. But what I tell you I don't like about the NBA bubble is the fact that they're using generated crowd noise. I don't care. I'm never going to like it. I didn't like it when WWE did it and does it, and I don't like it now. It's no use. I understand that, yes, because there are children that watch, that you have to kind of make sure that you get some of this language cleaned up, you know, but we are in different times right now, and if you're going to, if you're going to make a raw product like this, all right, I'll give you guys the screens when it comes to the fans and, and the watching from home and being selected or I don't know how they're doing it if they're actually paying for that shit to be sitting in the crowd virtually that's a pretty cool idea I'll give it to you it's still kind of weird but I'll give it to you but but actual fake crowd noises being placed in I am not for you know just pump the music up a little bit get the people at home a little more excited let them hear the announcers but I would love to just hear the players mic the fuck up I just want to hear these dudes balling, man. It gets intense. I think that's going to make for a better fucking, a better game. In the uh, MMA, you, there's no crowd right now. UFC, MMA, there's no crowd right now. So you hear those motherfuckers cracking. You, somebody gets knocked the fuck out. You hear it. Somebody takes a crucial fucking punch to the jaw. You hear it. If somebody's getting kicked in the calf or kicked in the thigh, oh my God, man. You're like, oh shit, I'm glad I never took this fucking venture on because you hear that shit. It's no fucking joke, but it's even more exciting. If you ask me, I don't care for the crowd no more. It's fine that the crowd is there. Of course, the crowd will come back because you need those tickets to push along the businesses. But Jesus, it's a, such a fucking refreshing thing to see these dudes almost in a natural light it's almost pretty fucking dope it's almost like they go in and they you know have been practicing in 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 such silence you know of course you got a couple of your gym mates with you or whatever gym you fucking practice at and and you hear those bodies dropping hitting the mass and shit like that so it kind of like puts you back in an animalistic form but it's it, the difference is you're actually against your fucking opponent right now. Like it's real as fuck. There's no distraction at all. There's no crowds. There's nobody to look at. There's no way for you to to get any extra energy. No no extra umph. The crowd can't decipher when you're over there. You know, rolling around on the ground trying to get a submission or something. And now because the crowd starts to boo, the ref wants to break you guys up and stand up. No, no. This is like some raw essence type of shit. And that's how I feel about the NBA in the bubble. They had a chance. To really, if you're going to monetize the NBA 2K series and have these outside, what do you call them, schoolyard, park wreck type of games, that's what it's all built off of, the NBA street type of feel where you can walk to different courts and play with your online friends outside, you don't have to be in a gym, then if that's what it is, bro, I want the same thing in real life. I want you to, now that you have been placed in the situation where you have to do it, Fuck it. Let's 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 let these boys play like they would in a fucking YMCA. Let's let them play like they would at the fucking gym, dude. You know, half the time you see people on YouTube, they're not even going to look at the actual games. They're going to see Kyrie Irving work out in some fucking closed-off fucking center, Thomas and Max Center in fucking Las Vegas or something, playing against four or five different superstars you never see them really get to interact with. So why not do it here? I don't understand. They kind of missed out on an opportunity. Only for profanity, it looks like you just missed a large opportunity. But hey, I don't run the fucking NBA, and I'm not a multi-billionaire, a millionaire, so what the fuck do I know? I'm sitting behind a fucking computer screen talking, trying to get this motherfucker off the ground, and I can't do that. So who's going to fucking listen to what the fuck I got to say? But damn, it would have been fucking great. So anyway, let's roll on into what I wanted to and segue into why I was trying to be strategic. <laughs> With um, how when I wanted to purchase this YouTube TV, because I'm not gonna keep this shit. Of course not. Do anybody keep them? No, I'm not keeping this shit. I want the free trial like everybody else. The great thing about it is the thing that's so fucking awesome. I can't be the only one, and I hope that I'm not setting myself up for failure here. But they allow you to continuously make up fucking emails. I've got 511 emails right now, man. I don't know how many I fucking have, dude. I seem like I am in some real dirty shit, but the only dirty thing I'm doing with these emails is signing up for different fucking subscriptions. (laughs) 
Some of them are 30 days at a time. Some of them are 14 days. Some of them are 7 days. And then there's one that always bites you in the ass. You wake up and see that your account has been hit. You're like, what the fuck? I thought I canceled that motherfucker. So let me tell you guys, if you're on that same trip like me, you got, you're out here penny penny pinching the same way that I am, trying to keep your dollars in your pocket, don't want to waste it on bullshit, then here's a fucking tip for you. This is a life hack. As soon as you sign up for that subscription, go straight back into your settings and your account and fucking cancel that motherfucker because they're still going to give you the whole length of time. It's just going to make sure that that auto renewal doesn't hit. So now my old ass, the old ass man here, goes and gets his subscription. As soon as they say, welcome, welcome, come on in and watch your favorite show, I go straight to the account. I hit that auto renew off. It tells me that I have this amount of time, and I say, great. I just don't have to think about it anymore, man. Dude, they got this new show on fucking HBO. I'm going to watch it today because <laughs> because my HBO subscription cancels today. I used it through my Amazon account, bro. Let me tell you, man, I got to get another one because I am in for this show. This Lovecraft Country or whatever the hell it's called. It looks really good, dude, and I'm, I'm really invested in it. Oh, I can't wait to get into this other shit with you guys. Let's get into this real quick. But anywho, yeah, I'm very interested in Lovecraft uh, Country or County, whatever the hell it is. You guys can correct me if you want to. But that's another reason why I'm going to be going ahead and uh, making up another email. <laughs> I'm going to start using my friends' names. I'm going to start making accounts with my friends' names. Not the actual account, but just because I can't come up with any cool names. It's gotten to the point where I'm just writing down, I'm just typing in certain letters, whatever pops up, gets the fucking emails like ZX1256 at yahoo.com or 354green26 at gmail.com. Like, yeah, man, that's what, that's what the fuck I'm doing out here. So now I'm just going to start using actual people's fucking fucking names. Maybe I see a news reporter or something. I'll be like, yeah, her name sounds cool enough. His name sounds cool enough. It's gonna be that motherfucker from the news at gmail.com or this motherfucking uh, basketball player at yahoo.com whatever the fuck, but I'm tired of just seeing random numbers looking like a fucking like I use a dark web or some shit. But alright, on from that shit with the fucking emails, dude. I have had a great time. Not a great time. I am lying to you guys because my focus is totally off, man. I have deep-rooted anxiety and fucking all types of shit that goes on. So I'm going, I'm lying to you guys. I haven't been playing video games like I would like to because there's this other shit that's going. If you guys thought this podcast has stopped for two months, you can just imagine the games that have been collected. And gamers, dude, they, they don't really tell you unless you're like on Reddit or something. The truth about gamers Gamers are shopaholics just like the woman who likes to buy heels or the woman who likes to buy fucking clothes or the guy who can't seem to stop buying workout equipment and work and pre-workouts and shit and supplements, you know, or, or the person who wants to lose weight and can't stop buying sweets and cakes and bringing them home and can't stop ordering fast food off of Postmates. Like, gamers have the same type of addiction. I have been sitting with all of the games that I've been telling you guys I've been waiting for. They have all fucking came out except for Cyberpunk 2077. Each and every one of these fucking games have come the fuck out. And I have yet to pass any of them. I am probably not even close to a quarter of them of any of them being done. Shit, Ghost of Tsushima, which we'll get into just in just a bit. I'm probably 2% in from what my PlayStation is, tell, is telling me. The Last of Us is about halfway, maybe. I'm somewhere through day two, probably coming up on day three. I don't fucking know. There's another one. Um, there's Ghost. Oh, Amnesia. Oh, my God. Maybe 8%, if that's even a number. Of course, 8 is a number, but, I mean, if that's even a percentile, maybe it's 10%. Shadow of Colossus. No way, buddy. Nowhere near it. And now I am going to introduce you guys into a phenomenal game. If you guys or any of you guys are interested or have been interested in games, the tall, tall games like the Batman series or the the Walking Dead series, the Wolf of Among Us was pretty fucking awesome. And of course, Until Dawn, if any of you guys are fans of that shit, this one is for you. This is 
the shit that I'm soaked in right now. And I've got another one coming out around um, Halloween. Well, it's called uh, it's the Dark Picture franchise. I'm playing Men of Median or something like that. But it's basically the Dark. I am going to pause this because I got to get this correct for you. Nope, you guys can hear it. Fuck this. I'm not going to pause it. But anyway, I'll keep talking while I'm looking for it. This game is fucking phenomenal. I didn't know it was out there. And I seen people talking about it on Reddit. And I had passed it up for weeks, right? And I'm sitting here like, what What are they talking about? I thought it was like something someone had created or something like that. Um, and, it was, and it wasn't a video game. But it was always in the video game category. In the video game subreddit. Let me just stop right here and tell you guys the actual name of it. It's the Dark Pictures Anthology. It's an anthology game, which I love anthologies, movies, anthology movies and everything. And it's called, yeah, Man of Meeting. And it is fucking dope, dude. It's the same fucking principle as all of those phenomenal games I just named you. But it's a horror game, and it's on the lines of the, the makers from Until Dawn. So they've got, like I said, they've got another one coming out about a month or so. And that one is going to be called, let's see if I can find the name for the second one. Uh, Little Hope That's coming in 20, 2020 But it, it's on every platform It's uh, on Microsoft, Windows PlayStation 4, Xbox One um, I've seen it on stream So I thought it was just a straight computer game And once I seen that it was out for PS4 Man, I, I went straight to it I was like, yeah, I'm fucking with this So this is where I'm at right now When it comes to gaming Ghost of Tsushima just has to, to, to take a step back I fucked up on Ghost of Tsushima Because I started on my actual account My primary account But then it got to the point where You know, I got a, I got a lot of big changes Coming up in my life So I just want to disconnect from a lot of people that that uh, Black Mirror episode. I was glad that I left it on that episode because I, it was it was really how I was feeling at the time, and it was really what was needed. And I'm going to continue with that, even though I love the name that I have. Everybody knows me for this name. I have to leave that one in the past, and it's going to be where it is. For some time, I was like, you know, I love the name so much, and and some of the people that I allowed to know that I'm online. Yeah, which of these are people from across the world. I'm cool with just staying low-key and being offline. You can be invisible and, and just play my games. But I'm like, nah, I'm done with that. I want to be online. I want to meet new people, new gamers, especially with this Twitch thing popping off. So now I've created a new gamer account for a PS4, which I'll be using from this point forward. That'll be my main gamer account. Yeah, I was like, I started Ghost of Tsushima on my previous one. About what I tell you guys, I was at a 2%, about 2% in, I said, well, fuck it, I'm going to make this new account, and that's what I did, and then I had to start Ghost of Tsushima all the way over again, so I'm trying to get back to that 2% mark, which is why I'm not further along, I would at least be 4% right now, but just had a cool mission on Ghost of Tsushima, where um, one of the samurai, his student, they have just found out that she switched sides, she uses an arrow, so I got to I have bow and arrow, so now I have this cool-ass bow and arrow. But on my previous one, I think the furthest I got, a man's family had just been murdered, and he was looking for me for help. And it was a sad situation, but anyway, it's a beautiful game. I think I've talked about it already. It's a very phenomenal game. Of course, I do not have a 4K television, so I'm not seeing it in all of its glory. I don't have a PS Pro either, so I'm not seeing it in all of its glory. But one day, soon come, maybe PS5, I'll be able to see this game in all of its glory. But I'm not going to fucking ruin it for you guys, uh, but the Dark Picture Anthology is fucking awesome. I'm a probably... I'll tell you this, for the fans who do know about it, I've already made it to the, to the wreck ship, and I have just made it to a part where, uh, is it Brad and um, Fliss or Flux or whatever fucking name is, they have just wandered in the hallway. Oh, no, no, actually a little further. Julia and Alex have just stumbled across the four coffins. Yeah, shit's starting to pick up, and I was playing this shit late night, dark lights off shit I mean when I'm telling you I just I'm like why is this shit fucking with me like that like it's not like it's not like I have to do too much I'm really just making decisions of course I'm walking around a little bit but the jump scares are pretty damn good the fucking story is good so far the unknown I think is what's bothering me I don't know what the fuck happened and what's really going on on this fucking ship but anyway for those who know that's as far as I've gotten and once I get a little further we will fuck around and talk more about it Another thing, dude, 
I'll end it on that because I'm going to go into a segment about Love Jones, but let's get off of games for a second. I, I want to ask you guys about etiquette. Shit that you just feel is a necessity. I was having a conversation with one of my friends. And I'm like, yo, why do you leave the, why do you leave the door open after you go to the bathroom? And she's like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, because I live by myself. And I'm like, but still, it's like bathroom etiquette. If you have guests over, then you have to close your restroom door after you do whatever the fuck you do. Like, nobody wants to smell your ass. You have to close the fucking door. And what's crazy is, I even do it after I piss. Like, anytime I just use the restroom, I am going to close the door behind me. And she's like, well, you're fucking crazy. I'm like, maybe, but so are the people who've made restaurants fucking the airplane could you imagine being on an airplane it doesn't even matter if you're in the front of the plane some nasty motherfucker goes to the fucking restroom and then does their business lays a fucking deuce and then just comes the fuck out wash your dick okay wait, maybe they wash their hands maybe they're clean and but they just leave the fucking door walk right the fuck past everybody in the aisles and leave the fucking door open that shit's about to come linger the fuck out, bro. What the fuck do you think we want to smell this fucking shit for? What is your fucking issue to why you think you should not close the fucking door? Who raised you is my fucking question. So it's like if you had a restaurant, you know, the, the fucking restrooms are usually somewhere trying to be private, trying to be, you usually got to ask, hey, where's your guys' restroom? Because it's never just out in the open. Nobody wants to think about the fucking restroom. As they're going to eat their meal is what I'm saying. So if that's on my fucking mind, I see this happening. You know, you're watching people go in and out of the restroom. It kind of takes away. If it, maybe you're single. You, you're just seeing this gorgeous girl go to the restroom. Like, man, she was in there for like 30 fucking minutes, bro. I'm off her now. So they're usually off to the fucking side where you can't see people just going in and out of the restroom. But could you imagine, even if it was still off to the side and it wasn't dead front and center like my imagination would like it to be for this podcast, if it's still where it usually is, off to the corner somewhere, would you fucking want the fucking door to remain open? Like, what the fuck is that? I'm eating. Close the fucking door. What do you mean? If if the door can't close, it needs to be, it can't be occupied. It is out of fucking service. No fucking bueno. It can't fucking work because nobody wants to smell this shit as I eat whatever the fuck I'm having. My gorgeous steak or my nice fucking hamburger with fries. I don't want to smell this motherfucker who just walked past and now he feels great and relieved. And he's going to go right back to his table and he's used to smelling his ass. So it smells like roses as he eats. But to me it smells like a motherfucking manure factory. No, I don't want... You to leave the fucking door open. So we had a really heated discussion about it. And I understood her plight. It was like, yo, I'm usually by myself. So, you know, I don't think about that at my own home. And she, fuck, she's fucking totally correct. I'm not like ragging on her. But I'm like, when it happens consistently, then it becomes a fucking problem. That's all. When it happens consistently. So, you know, you got to be take time with motherfuckers, I guess. But I just thought that was fucking crazy. I want to ask you guys, do you guys give a fuck? Do you care if you're at your friend's house and then all of a sudden they go drop one on you, you know? And then they just leave the fucking door open while you guys are watching television or some shit handling business? This is fucking outrageous. This is outrageous. <laughs> Oh, motherfucker, dude. Where do we go from here? I was also talking to her about OnlyFans. And she's like, well, OnlyFans is different. I call it porno. I'm like, OnlyFans, there's no way to fucking go around. OnlyFans is motherfucking porno, bro. It's it's Pornhub for just regular motherfuckers. That's it. You, you don't got to go up there and sign up for Pornhub and become some type of, you know, they got other people out there who do Pornhub like that, so I don't want to throw them out there like that. But it's basically, you know, it's it's like fucking Pornhub, bro. It's just OnlyFans is like connected social media, so it's easier for everybody to grasp. It's like social media is fucking Pornhub. That's a great way to say it. So she's like, nah, I don't really see it like that. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of looking at like a Patreon or something like oh, you got fans, and they just gonna pay you for just, you know, putting your shit out there. I'm like, nah, these motherfuckers, people who got only fans subscriptions is trying to get off. I don't care how you think about it. If I'm clicking on your OnlyFans, I'm about to pay, I'm, man, come on, bro, I'm not about to pay no bra fucking $19.99 a month 
just to watch her fucking walk around and do the same shit that she's done on Instagram. You you gotta take those tits out or something. What the fuck? You gotta twerk or something because this now, especially in the climate that we're in, OnlyFans is definitely is taking the role of the strip club. And IG Live is used as a promotion fucking tool. And they'll even put it, they'll tag it at the bottom. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. There's no way she's going to make me feel like OnlyFans is a patron. It's fucking not. Patreon's Patreon, and OnlyFans is only fucking fans. Now, my thing was, because I'm trying to do it, I'm like, how do I do it but make it? I'm all about art. So it's like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it artsy, you know? I don't want to just be sitting there. You can't just sit there and beat the fuck off in front of a camera and for a guy, you know, girls get dick pics all the time and they DM. I don't really think they're really satisfied by just seeing dicks these days. So it's like, you got to come different. So I'm like, yeah, I got to figure out an artsy way to do it. I'm not going to do it here because there's too many motherfuckers. You guys, I've learned about you fucking listeners. You guys like to steal motherfuckers' ideas. But I'm coming up with a few, my nigga. And yes, yeah, that that OnlyFans is coming, but it's going to be creative. I'm not, like I said, I'm not just going to be on this motherfucker beating the fuck off or anything like that. It's got to be a, a point to it to where I think I think women are, in, in like, they're just more into the sensual side of shit. Like, not so much just fucking. Of course, women like to fuck, like men like to fuck, but, I mean, what happens before it? You, if you ask any woman, most women are really interested in foreplay and shit of that nature, so if you can really romanticize the fact of what's about to happen on the screen for the next five to ten minutes... You know, I think that's more than just, oh, all right, ding dong pieces here, let's get the fucking. I think it's way more intimate when you're dealing with women. So, you know, I'm just trying to take that approach when it comes down to it. Any fucking way, I think we touched everything that I wanted to touch so far. Let me see where we are at this motherfucker. It's only noon. It better not only have been 20 minutes, I'll tell you that fucking much. I have done more fucking talking in 20 minutes. It's really cool because I can switch it up. Hey, nigga, we almost had a motherfucking hour. This is fucking great. Hey, I shit, I guess I missed you motherfuckers because we're here now. Anyway, let me close it out with this one, dude. I had left it out. Um, I left I left the story on my IG. Is that how you fucking say it, kids? I don't know. You guys help me out. Um, I made a story. I put a story on my IG. Fuck it. I put it like that. And I asked the question. I said... You're only 30, so you've been through your heartaches and heartbreaks, and heart, and you've done some heartbreaking, and, and you've given some heartaches. So you just ask a legitimate question, and one of my favorite movies of all time is Love Jones. And I just sit there, and I'm like, why can't I just live Love Jones? And, of course, the poetic justice line comes in my head. It's like, because you ain't a Love Jones type of motherfucker, nigga. And it's like, ah, shit, there I am beating myself up. But I know a lot of women seen that on my story, and it was like, because you ain't a Love Jones type of motherfucker, nigga. But seriously, I've grown to be that. And it's like, um, I think it was always in me. I just think, product of my environment, listening to certain music, shit that I thought was cool, things that you heard the older gentlemen say around your neighborhood, your friends say around the neighborhood. None of us wanted to admit that we were pillow talking and shit, so we all just wanted to be the coolest. I just took it a little bit too extreme. But now I get to the point where I'm like, dude, you know, you kind of want to feel that Neil Long slash... Lorenz Tate type of feel there, you know, and, and the friends that they had. And of course, I said I didn't. I, I would take all of that beyond the Bill Bellamy character because I think Bill Bellamy. Of course, he was hilarious, and I've, we've all had friends like that. But damn, a guy who would just fucking do that to his homie. Like, come on, bro. Like, come on, nigga. This is uh, that's not the way to go about it. But any fucking way, I pose the question because it's just where I want to be in life. I don't. I want the slower. You know, let's go fucking. Chicago step and fucking have um, friends over but not it just be about fucking getting turned up and smoking weed and having out loud having fucking alcohol fucking night and listening to loud ratchet music and shit talking about fucking typical dumb shit I'd rather just have a, a nice friend setting to where we talk about shit that I'm talking about on this other podcast like actual life shit these motherfuckers were talking about God being a woman like that's fucking phenomenal conversation you know everybody's got their significant other with them or a potential and you know are dating and they're having a little food here and there and shit 
Right, you go to a poetry lounge. This is this is your normal get down. You go to a poetry lounge. It's nice and fucking calm. You have a fucking drink there. You just having conversations with your friends. You snap for the motherfucking poet as he goes off the stage. You know, and it's not all fucking. Oh, let's go to fucking Las Vegas clubs. Let's fucking. I gotta get all dolled up, spend all this fucking money, just to lose it and not wear the shit again. Like I'm off that. I'm in another aspect of my life. So I guess I'm just trying to tell people on my Instagram or the women who follow me, like, yeah, if you're this type of person, I'm not into it. One chick was listening to a song on her Instagram. It was a very attractive woman, and she's just repeating the words, like, yeah, you got to pay for this, pussy. This is too expensive. I'm like, yes, indeed. I am not the young man no more. I'm not going to sit here and act like I can afford you because I am not trying to afford you. If I have to afford something like that chick... I am not. It's not for me. It's not the simple fact that you have a problem paying for dinner or nothing. No, that's not it. It's the simple fact that now this has become more of a transaction than anything else. I am more into people trying to really feel each other on a different level, mentally, spiritually, and see if the personalities work, see if there's anything there. And you can take everything else with a grain of salt, but once I see that's your personality... It's a difficult way. For, it's a difficult thing for me to get past. Very attractive, very gorgeous, man. One of the beautiful women I've ever laid eyes on. But still, you know, the cost of beauty. I don't know at this age because shit, we're getting older. That shit's gonna fade any fucking way. It's a it's a steep fucking price, and I'm not into it. My kid's mother, she's a fucking phenomenal woman, man. And when we met, she wasn't into the shit that she's into today. And neither am I. So, of course, you got people who have just walked into different walks of life. But um, she was, you know, Janis Joplin type cool when we met. And now, of course, she wants, uh, she's taking a different approach and wants to show off her beautiful side and, and, and nails and all that other shit. And it's, and it's great, man. But you just, as a, as a person, you don't want to slow anybody down. So you say, you know, hey, I can't, I can't, um, Shit, man. It's just it's something to think about. But, yeah. Anywho, social media flirting is where I'll end it for sure. We are fucking going into the two hours. Should I save this for the next podcast? <laughs> if you motherfuckers get the next podcast right. I swear I swear we're back, though. I'm not going to fuck with you guys. We're back. So, um, I, will, I will just end it on... Um, Here's where I ended on because I don't want to take it into social media flirting right now. That's going to be a great one for the next one. I think we can get a good amount of time out of that. Um, what I will just say to you guys is it's been a pleasure. It's been a really fucking, um, a really fucking great time having you guys as listeners, allowing you guys to let me get some of the weirdest shit off for the last 20 something episodes and um, staying committed to the fucking journey giving me the time that I need to take away to start something else. You guys have heard it several times that I wanted to do another podcast and I'm finally getting it going and it feels like I can breathe a little bit to be able to do it. So I want to thank you guys for staying here with the podcast about everything and listening to the old man rant and rave and, and say the things that we all kind of want to say. It's some weird shit I know to be saying, but to be honest, man, if you're real with yourself, some of the shit that's said on this podcast with me and these fucking kooky guests are some hilarious fucking things to talk about. And um, you got to respect the motherfucker who's going to come in and perform each week and give you an hour or hour or so of their time and be able to be this open with people and say, hey, it is what it is. You take it how you want to fucking take it. You know, you'll get what you get bottom fucking line. And I'm going to stand on it and I'll die on that hill. That's just what the fuck it is. You don't get too many of that breed anymore. Um, and it's all out there. Hearts on my sleeve. That's just how the fuck it works here. So, again, I apologize if this one sounds a little unfamiliar to you guys. If this doesn't sound like a podcast about everything, we're going to get back into the groove of things. We're going to get back into the shape of things when it comes back to a podcast about everything. But you might just feel this melancholy sound because I am actually still in that. Actually, I'm about to turn. I'm about to. I'm about to. You can't believe that shit. Like, I'm a fucking... 
Like I'm from the, the, the deep south. I'm about, I'm about, I am about to um, start recording the the next podcast right now. Not this one. Uh, the 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 other podcast. I'm going to go in straight after that. So that could be another reason why I don't want to get too animated right now is because I'm I'm actually about to start recording this next one. I got some great topics for that one. If you guys are interested, I'll tell you one. Um, Let's see. I got to go into my little side stash here and go into this new podcast folder. Maybe I can give it to you real quick. Oh, so on this next one, something you guys probably would not be uh, interested in. I was talking to my homegirl, and she was like, you know, you have some interesting views when it comes to life and death and, you know, universe and karma and energy. And she's like, I was kind of thinking about what you said over one of the conversations we had. It's like, what if you don't know? She read something somewhere, and she's like, what if we all don't know that the, the rapture has already happened? What if we already are just living in purgatory? I thought that was pretty fucking awesome. So that's one of the topics that we're going to talk about here. So you guys would not enjoy that here. You guys like surface-level shit. You guys want to hear that shade room bullshit. You want to hear all that fucking who got the new ra- the ratchet music and, um, you know, what's-her-face, Meg, that got shot in the foot and Tory Lane's stupid ass. Y'all want to hear that. I mean, we'll talk about that, too, because that was a fucking doof fucking move by that guy I fucking enjoy Tory Lanez too but man, man that was a fucking sucking move anyway this is the award winning world famous podcast that nobody knows about and hasn't won a damn thing, I am going to mosey on down the road we are going to ride off into the sunset I'll catch you fuckers another time it's been great, hope you enjoy